We left off yesterday by looking at verse 10 of chapter 2 of Ephesians, where it tells us that uh, we are His workmanship, we are Christ's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand so that we would walk in them. And we are now going to look at how He actually wants us to walk. This great verse of Scripture says, He's created us for a purpose, He's prepared the road before us, here is how He wants us to walk. That leaves us questioning how exactly does He want us to walk. And the book of Ephesians does not leave us guessing. It tells us specifically how He wants us to walk. And several different times in the book, we find the word walk showing up. We're going to look at those very quickly today. I hope you've already found them. Remember, our study of Scripture together in the morning is not only helping us to go through some important themes and explaining of Scripture, but also a means of Bible study method. How do you study the Bible for value and profit? Well, one of the ways to do so is look for reoccurring words and themes found in the Bible, but especially within a local book, one little book, uh, like the book of Ephesians, because that theme is going to keep popping back up, explaining what has been said before, what is said in the future. And when we put it all together, we have a very comprehensive picture of how God wants us to live. So we're going to look very quickly at, at the different ways we're told to walk in the book of Ephesians. Notice in chapter 4, verse 1, Therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling with which you've been called. So first of all, we're wa walking in a manner worthy of our calling. But then he explains what that looks like. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, be diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. When I read that over here this week, I was, I was thinking about how many Christians are behaving during this lockdown time, this pandemic issue, and how many are becoming so very angry and, and volatile and so forth. Well, look what the Lord says here. We're to walk in a manner worthy of our calling. And that walk, that worthy walk, is in humility, gentleness, patience, tolerance, in love and in unity. Uh, let's examine our lives in light of what he says there for us. Over in chapter 4, verse 17, he says this. He says, So this I say and affirm together with the Lord, that you walk no longer as the Gentiles also walk in the fertility of their mind. Don't, don't live in ignorance of the things of God. He said concerning them in verse 18, they're, they're being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their hearts. They have become callous, have been given over to sensuality and so forth. Don't live like that. Don't live like the world around, around you. Don't, don't follow in their footsteps, walk in a very different pattern, a totally different uh, walk. We're in lockstep with God, not in lockstep with the world. In chapter 5, verse 2, he says, Walk in love just as Christ has also loved you and gave himself up for you. So now we're to walk in love. Here we have the love walk. And of course, the perfect example of that is nothing less than Jesus Christ himself. He says he, he loved you. He gave himself up for you. A, a sacrificial love. Christ sacrificed himself for you and I. Uh, nothing could be more perfect than that. If we're living for one another in these self-sacrificial ways, so that we're giving of ourselves for other people, uh, we are walking the way God wants us to walk. We go on to verse 15. 
And he says this, Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise. That's verse 15, as wise men. So live wisely. And he goes on to say, that we're, we're, in verse 17, we're to understand the will of God. Uh, you want to know the will of God? He tells us here, uh, don't be foolish, be wise. Backing up to verse 8, he says this, But you were formerly darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Now we're to walk as children of the light. This darkness-light metaphor is not uncommon in the New Testament, especially in, in the writings of John. But Paul uses them here as well. And he says, verse 9, For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. To walk in light is to walk according to his revelation, according to how he's told us to walk, how he's told us to live. Instead of walking in darkness, which is without the revelation of God, it's devoid of the revelation of God. And so we put all this together, what a walk. Uh, we don't have to guess as, as to how God wants us to live and walk. He has laid it out for us in these passages of Scripture. So we put all that together in our study of Scripture, and we see that we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus to walk a certain way, and here's that way. And as we begin to look at those things and thank the Lord for them and apply them to our lives, how grateful we ought to be for the wonderful day that we can have in the Lord as we walk with Him.